Hey y'all, welcome to And What? Y'all, this week has been a really good week. And not just like work and um, personally, but like with God revealing um, so much to me this week. Like, I want to move. Okay, I just want to move. And God had to deal with me and he had to to show me like no <laughs> like that's not happening for you right now. I'm not in that. And it just kind of made me like ask myself like why are you so pressed for this move? Like what's 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 the the desire behind it? The true desire behind it? And, you know, when I decided to be honest with myself, I realized that I guess I wanted to move to kind of, like, solidify where I am in my life. Like, I'm in my career, and I feel like the next step for me would be to live completely on my own. And that is my desire. And I just don't understand like why God is over here saying no when he said he was going to give me all of the desires of my heart. But, you know, he ain't got to answer any of, he, he doesn't have to answer to me. But he just really, really made me think about it. And, and I realized that I... I was kind of, I guess, going after what other people had. And also, like, what our society tells us we should have at this point. Like, in your career, you should be living on your own if you're not married. Or you should be, you should be, you know, paying all of your own bills and this, that, and the third. And I guess for me, like, living completely on my own would be something to to be proud of but and it is but I feel like I just wanted it all for the wrong reasons and don't get me wrong I definitely still want to make this move but today like I went looking for apartments and ain't nothing was shaking like the way that I wanted to and you know God had already told me no but when I was leaving work to go look at the apartment I was like God I know you told me no (laughs) but if it's your will (laughs) that was literally my prayer like if it's your will please let it be like a smooth smooth like process and you know after praying that prayer out loud I do realize how dumb it actually is and God was probably laughing at me at that at that point but the whole like looking at apartments today just didn't go well and I'm the type of person like I want what I want 
And I refuse to settle for anything less than that. So the apartments that I looked at, I'm just like, this is not what I want. God was like, if you wait, I'll give you what you want when you're ready for it. And like, he literally had to show me, we will literally miss our purpose trying to get what other people have. And and it just makes things so much more difficult because you're fighting really what it is against God's purpose. And that's why, personally, I believe there's that resistance um, with it whenever you go after something and it's just like all the doors are closing or... Um, you know, nothing is working the way that it's supposed to or whatever the case may be. But it's just like door after door after door is getting shut in your face. And it's just like you're still fighting against that. And a lot of times we forget that a no from God is also in his plan. So when we sometimes, I know for me, like I'll take a no and I'll be like, okay, but how am I going to find my way around that? No, because I said what I said and I want what I want. And it's just like God really had to deal with me. He was like, if you do it outside of my timing, if you do it outside of my will, you will end up settling. And you won't get what you actually desire because you did it without me. And I guess for me in this season, he's really showing me contentment because am I content with where I am no am I grateful I am I am grateful for where I currently am and I guess I just need to focus on on the good parts of my living situation and not dwell on the bad parts because that is the quickest way to try to get or or for you to Let me say it right, Holy Ghost. When you focus on the bad things and not the good things, that is how envy creeps in. And that is how the ambition for things outside of the will of God creep in. And for me, it's just like, all right, I get it. I get it. You don't have to keep... You don't have to keep saying it. I'm pretty sure he's going to have to say it in the next coming months. Like, I'm still going to be in this place like, God, I want to move. And I'm just going to keep asking until he says, okay. Because he didn't tell me how long I had to wait. So I'm just going to, you know, you know how when you were little and your parents, like, you you wanted to, like, go play with your friend. Or you want to go to the mall. Or you wanted, like, money or something for, like, the scholastic book fair. I was a nerd. But anyway... And then you ask, you know, your parents, and then they say no. But then you ask a little later because they ate and they took a nap and they're in a better mood. So you ask them again and you're like hyped up and you're ready because you know for sure this is going to be a yes because it's what you want and they see what you want. And then they still say no. And then you just like, dang, I'm hurt that's how I feel like right now but you know what I'd rather be hurt emotionally than be hurt in 
the other ways that God is trying to protect me from. Like, I don't know what he's trying to protect me from, but I'm going to be grateful for that. I'm going to be grateful because, you know, he is Alpha and Omega and everything in between. He's the beginning and the end. So he sees the end while I'm walking in the present, waiting on the manifestation of it. So if there are bullets he's trying to get me to dodge out here in these streets, I'm here for it. But yeah, it's so easy to to really sit and look at what other people have and and want it. Like this is my problem. Like I really do have this problem because now that I think about it, like when I go to a restaurant, when I go out to eat with with like my friends or whatever, like family or whatever, like first of all, I'm I'm indecisive. I have yet to be delivered from that. So do continue to fast and pray on on my behalf, you know. But anyway, I am extremely indecisive. I will go to a restaurant and I will order food. And then I will look at what everybody else ordered. And I'm just like, dang, their food looked better than mine. And then I ask them to taste it. And then I want what they have. And I don't even want my food anymore. I don't even have the appetite for my food anymore. But when I was looking at the menu on my own, it was fine. But it wasn't until I saw what other people had. And not just saw, but focused solely on what other people had and not what was in front of me. That's when I started wanting what they had. And that's what I feel like we do in life. We dwell on, one, what we don't have. And focus on what other people have. So much so to the point where we lose an appreciation for what God has placed in front of us. And we can't even we can't even be happy with it anymore. And there are a lot of lot of things that I feel like I'm not content in that I want to change. And I'm not saying like wanting better for yourself or more for yourself is a bad thing because I don't believe that it is where it becomes an issue I feel like is the negative or the bad ambition behind it like do you want that to show off to people do you want that to prove something to people do you want that to validate yourself like what is what is the motivation behind that desire if it's not pure if it's not one purposed by God then maybe check 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 it out check check just take a look at your plate baby just take a look at your plate just 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 eat your food okay just eat your food ain't nobody got time to be sitting here in other people's plates if I'm in someone else's, if, or if I'm desiring someone else's purpose, and you know the crazy thing? It's not even just materialistic things that we envy. We can envy people's prayer life. We can envy people's relationship with God. We can envy how God uses other people. Like, it goes beyond just, oh, I want the car that she has, or the house that she has, or the job that she has. Like, no like and to be honest I found myself like 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 looking at other people and thinking dang I want to be able to to 
to lead a song like that when i do that it kind of ends up discouraging me from from what the gift and talent is that god gave me and then i'm not cultivating that and i'm just trying to to strive for something that he didn't call me to and it's just like dang that's that's just that's not okay and i really do wonder like why that is why do we constantly want one what we can't have but also want what someone else has like all right so me and my cousin share clothes and like she will have something in her closet and i think it looks so good on her but then when i put it on i'm just like this is this is ugly (laughs) but on her it's like really cute and I'm just like why do I look ugly in this (laughs) like I don't understand and that's how we look like we look I don't want to say you look ugly you're not ugly in the Lord baby you're not ugly in the Lord let me say it this way you look out of position and out of place And you, I feel like if you continue pursuing someone else's purpose, you look ineffective to the kingdom of God. Just because God blesses someone a certain way doesn't mean that he's going to bless you that same way. Just because God gave someone, this one couple, a love story this way don't mean he gonna give you the love story that same way and the reason why is because we are different like God can't speak to me the way that he speaks to somebody else because ultimately that person I may not receive how he's talking to that person like God may be speaking to somebody through other people or through signs or whatever and God may speak to somebody else directly and and the person who God speaks to directly may not be able to discern the signs as God speaking to them because they're not accustomed to how he to that that way that method that he talks to them but I hope that makes sense like you can't ask God to talk to you the same way that he talks to somebody else because you're not that person god knows your characteristic god knows your personalities god knows how you will receive something and he knows how to approach you just let that marinate i don't know if that makes sense but let it marinate anyway anyway but yeah you just need to just focus on your plate focus on the food in front of you because when you finish doing what God wants you to do, then he'll be able to entrust you with more. Like the Bible says, he who is faithful over a few things. And that's our problem. Like We be wanting the big thing without having learned stewardship over the small thing. And it's just like, how do I know that I'm able to like God's like how do I know that I'm able to trust you and it's just like when you go to a bank and you ask for a loan 
Like if you've never had a loan or if you weren't able to steward properly over a loan before, they're going to look at you like, I don't trust you with my money. No, honey, I do not. And they're not going to give you that loan. And that's the same concept in the spirit. Because ultimately, God knows what you can handle. He knows what's too much for you. And he knows what will ultimately destroy you. And I don't believe that he would be a type of God to give us something that that's not good for us. Now, let me clarify something real quick. Because there are some storms and we may look at them and we may think that's not good. It's not good right now, but it's just like medicine. Medicine doesn't taste good in your mouth. But the, what it does on the inside of you, what the storm does on the inside of you is it begins to heal you from the inside out. And if you're not patient with the healing process, you'll just focus on how nasty it tastes. It tastes nasty, that's fine. Not having what you want or being where you are. It tastes nasty at times. But that's fine because there is a working on the inside. Okay? That needs to manifest. Okay? So, I think, I think I'm good now. I've accepted where I am. I have heard God's no, and I have accepted his no, because that's the thing. We will ask God to speak to us. He speaks to us, but then we don't have the faith to believe that it was him. Or we don't wait and listen for his response. Or we rebuke it. I will ask him, God, if this man isn't the one, please Please give me a sign. And he'll give you the sign and you you won't accept that as the sign. You won't accept that as him talking to you and speaking to you and letting you know, nah, that joker ain't it. So when you pray and ask God to reveal something to you or to tell you something, you also need to pray for discernment to be able to discern that it's him. And also for the faith and the courage to do what he's asking of you. And I had to learn that. I really do. Because I would pray for something. And then it's it's like a suggestion box. You know how you write something and then you just put it in a box and you walk away. That's not how God works. You gotta you gotta prayer is is, is communication communication is a two-way street like you can't just be in a conversation with somebody and they're just talking the whole time like at some point you will begin to just be like all right it was great listening to you (laughs) now I'm going to go take the last five minutes of my life you wasted back thanks but it's just like I don't know I feel like we'd be praying and asking God for things but then not actually really wanting an answer. Like, it's almost as if we want him to confirm or bless what we want or to approve of our, you know, 
manufactured blessings and that's not the way he works like you can't ask him for his will or for his purpose or for his way or for more things or whatever it is and not not wait for him to tell you no yes or not yet and I think that for me this is something that I will continue to learn because I feel like I'm one of them Christians like God will teach me a lesson and I'll pass the test in that season and then the same lesson will show up in another season and I don't pass the test I'm just like uh <laughs> and then I'd be feeling like dang I gotta I gotta relearn this I gotta relearn this all over again I thought we already did this like I'm just that type of Christian I wonder if he just be in heaven sometimes. Like, is this baby ever going to get it? Like, are you remedial? Like, I really wonder. Like, what does God say about me? Like, I just want to know. And I know he loves me. And he, he calls me friend. And, and he thinks the world of me. And he thinks I am to die for literally. I know that. But sometimes I just, like, does he sit back and just be like, you is dumb <laughs> like you is so dumb because if i was god i definitely would but i guess that's the reason why i'm not god i digress but i just i think it's important to to focus on contentment to focus on and appreciate and be thankful for what you do have because if you think about it there's somebody in the world who has less than you. And and they would they would give anything to be where you are. Like we really aren't as as bad off as we we actually think we are. Really not like and you know, I'm in this moment I'm realizing how I wasn't grateful for where I am, how ungrateful I've actually been. Forgive me, Lord, for my ungratefulness. Because it's it's really like I haven't made. I really do haven't made. And yeah, I have all these bills, but God has also provided a means for me to to pay them. And that that is 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 what I need to to just be thankful for. So if you're struggling with contentment like I do, just take maybe 10 seconds and just, you know, list the things that you are grateful for, the things that you are thankful for. Because I can give you one thing right now. You're here. Not everybody made it to today. So the fact that you're alive today is a reason to be thankful. It's a reason to be grateful. And also, the fact that God chose you. Yeah, he chose you to carry out a purpose. The fact that God chose to invest something in you. That's something to be grateful for. And the fact that he, he he thought about you, laid out your entire life and 
has has good things laid out for you like that's a reason to be grateful like I feel like if we focus our perspective on the fact that everything that is from God is good even when it's not I feel like that would definitely change how we view things because even the bad things are good for us because the Bible says that he will work all things together for our good so ultimately even if it's bad you already know that the the end of it is good and I feel like when we learn to be content with what we have in front of us that is the way we thank God for what he's given us because when you're not content you're basically like shoving the plate back in his face I don't want this I don't want this purpose. I don't want this dream. I don't want this desire. I don't want this job. I don't want this 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 family. I don't I don't want this. And it's just like but I, he's sitting there like I took all this time to prepare this for you. And we just shoving it back in his face. So learn to be content. Just learn to be content. I want to pray for you. God, I want to thank you for everything that you have done, good, bad, everything that you have given, good, bad, everything that you have prepared in front of us. And though we may not understand what you are doing, Lord God, we put our faith and our trust in who you are to know that you will turn everything around for our good and I ask God that you give us divine discernment heavenly father to know when it is your voice to know when it is your will and your desires over our own and to give us the faith and courage Lord God to do what it is that you have set us out to do Lord God I'm asking right now that you give us spirits of contentment Lord God for everything that you have done for everything you have given us and I ask Lord God that as we begin to steward over the little that you Lord God will bless our hands to prosper with more so that we become a blessing to others thank you for loving us for picking us for choosing us thank you for dying for us and thank you for your Holy Spirit who comforts us and lives inside of us in Jesus name we pray amen